The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine containing topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Bue. This month... Now boarding the ACB Gateway to Success Express. That rousing greeting from ACB staff member Tony Stevens welcomed attendees to the 57th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. The American Council of the Blind welcomes you to the 57th Annual Conference and Convention at the Union Station Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. And it now welcomes you to ACB Reports for August 2018. Serving her third term, please welcome ACB President Kim Charlson. Convention of 2018 of the American Council of the Blind. Thank you so much, and I want to recognize um, for that great welcome and opening, Rick Morin, our AV guy, and the voice of Tony Stevens, introducing me. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, it is again a true honor for me to come before you for my fifth report as president of the American Council of the Blind. Time keeps flying by, and I have much to report to you since our conference in Reno last year. I continue to work with incredible staff, elected board, and the leadership of affiliates in decision-making to keep our organization moving forward on many levels and critical issues. I'll cover the highlights and how we are dealing with them over the next several minutes. First, let me thank our dedicated staff. In our Minnesota office, we rely on Nancy, Lori, Lane, and our newest staff member, Nancy Christina Fila, to keep the business wheels turning. In our Virginia office, we are very fortunate to have Eric Bridges, Tony Stevens, Kelly Gask, Sharon Lovering, and our new advocacy and outreach specialist, Claire Stanley. Working alongside our strong staff are several contractors that do special work for ACB in a variety of areas. Tom Tobin is our Director of Development. JoLynn Bailey-Page is our grant writer. Joel Snyder is our Director of the ACB Audio Description Project. And Larry Turnbull is the Managing Director of ACB Radio. One, two, three. Hello, ACB Radio. 
I want to recognize and thank the members of the ACB Board of Directors and the members of the Board of Publications for their service. At the close of this convention, two members of the ACB Board of Directors will be completing their terms. I want to thank George Holliday from Pennsylvania and Alan Peterson from North Dakota for their service to ACB over the past eight years. Thank you, gentlemen. In addition, Donna Brown from the Board of Publications will be stepping down due to work responsibilities. I know they will continue to work on behalf of ACB in the future. Thank you. Right after last year's convention, the Federal Communications Commission adopted new rules increasing the number of hours of audio-described programming available on broadcast and cable networks. The new FCC rules, effective tomorrow, require audio-described programming be available from 6 a.m. to midnight, maintaining the 50 hours of prime time and children's <laughs> programming, and adding 37.5 hours of new additional audio-described content. <laughs> ACB will continue to seek out new pathways to move forward our expansion of audio description wherever possible. Beginning last summer and continuing on, ACB is working with researchers at the University of Hawaii, Google, and the National Park Service to audio describe print brochures at 15 park sites in California as part of the Uni Description Project. This funding, shared between the University of Hawaii and ACB from Google, with the National Park Service adding significant in-kind support at each of the involved sites, along with chapter members of the California Council of the Blind. CCB, are you out there? Thank you for your support of audio description. In late August, ACB's audio description project, along with the Mid-Tennessee Council of the Blind, the Tennessee School for the Blind, and the Tennessee Arts Center offered a rare opportunity for blind people worldwide to experience the total eclipse of the sun through the use of audio description. Over 20,000 listeners tuned in to that broadcast on ACB radio to share this unique experience or it was covered with other radio stations, radio reading services all over the world. Thank you to the ACB Audio Description Project for such an innovative idea. The summer of 2017 saw many natural disasters. Hurricane Harvey, Irma and Maria, and the wildfires out west. In response to such a need, ACB developed a relief fund to assist members who have been affected in these areas. Assistance was provided in Houston and Beaumont, Texas, 
and in the Central Florida area. I hope we won't need to provide such assistance in 2018, but if Mother Nature isn't cooperative, ACB will be ready to assist our members in need of support. In October, oral arguments were heard at the U.S. Court of Appeals of the District of Columbia Circuit in ACB's currency case. In 2016, the government moved back the target date for the next currency redesign involving the $10 note from 2020 to 2026. ACB then sought an order from the district court requiring that the $10 bill be made accessible by 2020 and all the other remaining denominations be made accessible by 2026. In early 2018, the appeals court remanded the initial decision of our petition on the extension to 2026 to the lower district court level and instructed them to address several unanswered questions for the court. ACB filed additional declarations from nine ACB members, including myself, calling for immediate action to move towards circulation of accessible currency. We continue to voice our concerns that we will not wait any longer while Treasury drags its feet. While we appreciate that staff from the Bureau of Engraving and Printing uh, will be here at this convention conducting research on tactile features and distributing currency readers to those who have not received one as a part of the Meaningful Access Program, we in ACB are compelled to continue to take our case for accessible tactile currency to the courts for further action. I want to publicly thank our attorney on this case, Jeffrey Levitke, for his persistence, determination, and dedication to our cause and the latest motion. Stay tuned to hear more updates on the court. Over the course of the past year, ACB has also been engaged with key partners and stakeholders in the airline and automotive industries. ACB was represented by Tony Stevens in a working group to develop accessible in-flight entertainment and communication systems for commercial aircraft, presenting consensus guidelines to the Department of Transportation in November. ACB has also worked closely with auto manufacturers, tech companies, and other disability advocates toward the implementation of appropriate regulations and legislation for autonomous vehicles, assuring that Americans who are blind will have access to such vehicles and that safety on our streets for pedestrians remains a top priority. Early in 2018, 
ACB was extremely surprised to learn of Delta Airlines' announced policy restricting access for service and emotional support animals. The policy was intended to address the tremendous increase in fake service dogs appearing on flights. These measures would have created significant hoops for travelers with guide dogs to comply with when traveling, while doing very little to stop anyone from going online and downloading false documents asserting their pet is a service animal. Due to significant input from ACB and our special interest affiliate, Guide Dog Users Incorporated, Delta Airlines announced on February 22nd that it had re-examined its policy on service animals, relaxing constraints that negatively impacted travelers with guide dogs. ACB commended Delta for its decision to revise its policy, and we also praised United Airlines for their policy that acknowledged the access rights of people using guide dogs. We continue to monitor this issue among all airlines and will be ready, if necessary, to fight for the rights of guide dog handlers along with GDUI. Positive progress is being made this year in the U.S. Senate with the introduction of the Marrakesh Treaty Implementation Act, S-2559. This legislation demonstrates the current bipartisan support for improving access to print materials around the world by individuals who are blind or have other print disabilities. The Senate Committees on Foreign Relations and the Judiciary both held hearings on the treaty and both the ratification instrument and the implementation act were favorably voted out of these committees for consideration by the full Senate. I am pleased to report to you that on Thursday evening, June 28th, the Senate approved the Marrakesh Treaty ratification document and S2559 on its unanimous consent calendar. This is a tremendous step forward for equal access to accessible materials. The next step will be the House of Representatives, and we anticipate action there before the August recess. How many of you use a telephone at work? Just a few. Today's work environment requires effective, reliable telecommunication solutions for all employees. For employees who are blind or visually impaired, this means solutions that are free of access barriers. ACB worked with Cisco Systems on the first mass-market, enterprise-grade desk phone that includes built-in text-to-speech functionality capable of conveying vital information on the phone's buttons as well as on the display to the user through audio, voice, and tone indicators. 
This allows blind and visually impaired employees to more easily connect anywhere they work. This software update to Cisco's digital voice over IP 8800 series phones is a significant milestone in Cisco's ongoing effort toward making the workplace accessible for employees who are blind or visually impaired. I personally had the opportunity to provide input on the software and am very happy to have one of these accessible phones in my office. Over the past two years, through hard work by both ACB staff and volunteers, ACB has balanced its budget and even produced a small surplus. I'm very proud of that with hard work over the last five years. As a result, ACB has stabilized financially and is continuing to grow its revenue streams, putting ACB in a positive position this year to establish an endowment fund. This is a tremendous accomplishment, and everyone supporting ACB and its fundraising efforts is to be commended. An endowment policy was written and presented at ACB's board meeting in February, and after some discussion and debate, the board unanimously adopted the policy. Bequests received from this point forward will be used to make sure adequate reserves are in place to cover annual operating expenses and then the residual assets will be added to ACB's Legacy Endowment Fund. Most important, the Legacy Endowment Fund will ensure ACB's financial future and help to perpetuate ACB's important work for many years to come. <laughs> ACB is pleased to announce that beginning with this convention, we will offer continuing education credits for rehabilitation teachers and counselors, teachers of the visually impaired, low vision therapists, orientation and mobility instructors, and other professionals. These credits will be offered for a wide range of specialized programming, workshops, seminars, and other events during the convention. These credits will be offered through the Academy of Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP, the nation's leading provider of continuing education opportunities in the field of blindness and visual impairment. We've been working for this for many years, and I'm very pleased that we could do it at this convention. ACB continues to make communication a high priority. ACB social media accounts continue to grow. For those of you who want to follow the convention on Twitter, use the hashtag ACB18. Yes. For those using technology to keep up with information, ACB continues its efforts with the development of ACB Link for Android. <laughs> Just like the iOS version, 
It will give Android users access to a wide variety of ACB information and programming. Version 1.1 is now available in the Google Play Store for beta download. We need your feedback as Android users on the app so we can get it ready for its full release. Please help us out by downloading and giving your input. We are also hard at work on some exciting changes for the iOS version, including a much improved audio player for the app and offline listening for ACB radio podcasts. I want to acknowledge the hard work of Jeff Bishop, who has led the project, worked with our app developer, and has the vision to bring such an app to reality. In closing, my thanks to all of the volunteers, ACB members, and others for all of their hard work in making this convention all I know it will be, one of the most successful conventions ever. The American Council of the Blind and our thousands of members continue to have much to be proud of. Of course, there is always more to do over the next several months. But overall, our affiliates and chapters all across this country are making a difference in so many ways. Our work continues to be important, and our advocacy is our strength. When we have victories, they are even more exciting as they have been hard fought and we should celebrate our successes as important steps in our advocacy journey. Working together, we can continue to make change happen. And I look forward to working hand in hand with all of you to make sure that ACB continues to be the gateway to success for all people who are blind and visually impaired. Thank you. That was ACB President Kim Charlson at the opening session of the 57th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind. ACB Reports continues with the presentation of the James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award. This award, named in honor and memory of ACB's longest-serving staff member, Jim Olson, was presented by the co-chair of the ACB Awards Committee, Shelley Hart. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you are all enjoying your convention in St. Louis. I am pleased to have had the luck to serve on the Awards Committee again this year as co-chair with Chip Haley. I'm very pleased to present the James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award given in honor of Jim Olson, ACB's longest serving staff member who served as treasurer and executive director of ACB's enterprises and services. It is given to those who have made important contributions to advance opportunities for the blindness community. This year, the ACB Awards Committee is presenting to a company that has developed a free application that narrates the world around those who are blind or visually impaired. Skills included in this free app range from 
a color identifier to a currency reader, from a barcode reader to a light detector, and both a quick read and full OCR function that allows a person who is visually impaired to quickly identify text or to read and save longer text. Its users can also use the cameras on their iPhones or iPads to take pictures of people's faces for future recognition. Pictures can also be taken of places such as parks or meeting rooms, and this information can then be used to orient people to their surroundings or to identify people in their vicinity. This free application also allows people to read handwriting, which is something new for most of us. The program is available in over 56 countries, and it is a recent recipient of the Helen Keller Achievement Award given by the American Foundation for the Blind. It has been downloaded over 150,000 times, and it has assisted in over 5 million tasks when looking at the cost of the single-use products that this program successfully replaces, it is easy to see why this program deserves recognition from members of the American Council of the Blind. The 2018 ACB Awards Committee is very pleased to present the James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award to Microsoft for its creation of Seeing AI application. Congratulations to Microsoft. Then if I could, I would like to read what the plaque says. The plaque shows the ACB logo and it says, James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award presented to Microsoft for its outstanding development of the Seeing AI application which has changed the world for technology for those who are blind or have low vision. June 30th, 2018, St. Louis, Missouri. Congratulations to Microsoft. Thank you very much. This is such an honor and a privilege. And the fact that people who helped build it are sitting in this room to improve it, to create the app and in the shape that you see today with the feedback. I want to give a quick shout out to my teammates, Sakib Sheikh, Harrison Ray, Yuri, Eugene Selesnev, Meher Kasim, and uh, on the design side, Ranzo, Jeannie Parsons, and uh, Samantha Newfield, who helped in so many ways to bring it here. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Receiving the James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award for Microsoft was Anarud Cole, Senior Data Scientist for Microsoft, Sunnyvale, California. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.